ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Weird Things, the podcast. Joining us is Mr. Brian Brushwood. Hello, America. I'm feeling weird on the road. Mr. Justin Robert Young. What up, gangsters? So, Brian, you're on the road. Where are you right now? I'm in uh, fabulous Rhode Island for exactly five more hours, and then I have to catch a flight. So I figure if I'm not getting any sleep anyway, what dreams I have might as well be weird ones about you two eating my family. True that. You know what's near you in Rhode Island? What? Boston. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah so I, I was waiting for, like, you know, the masked, serial, eight-legged... Well, actually, no, the Lizzie, the Lizzie Borden house. Okay. Yeah, well, we, maybe we'll head on over there around two o'clock, the witching hour. You should do that. We did that. We got some video in front of there when we were up there a couple months ago. Just saying, let's take a look over there, see what happens. I'm seeing, I'm seeing an opportunity. We should do a Weird America thing. Yeah, yeah. I think there was probably a show called Weird America, but I think a Weird US. But yeah, we could do yeah. it. Yeah, but like, but like ours is spelled like with three E's. Ah, so it's totally different. It. In America with a K. Yeah, I know three K's because we're making a political statement. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Well, that would be cool. I think we could, uh, I, I just the idea of all of us on the road, um, <laughs> I think we'll die. <laughs> the whole show, like, you never actually see anything. It's just us in the hotel room arguing. <laughs> well, we, it's, <laughs> it's funny like, you should mention, I've been watching this Michael Wood, uh, all these adventure series where he traces Alexander the Great's path and all that. And I had this idea of us doing a show like that. And, like, we, you know, we go start off to go explore, but, like, before we get to the airport, one of us forgets to wake up. The others have to go get them. Then we have to go to Walmart because one of us didn't have shoes. And then we're buying beef jerky, but we're always talking in hushed tones. You can imagine the anticipation that Alexander the Great must have had when he started planning what to bring along on his journey. When you take part of your nation, you know, we're in the middle of Walmart doing this. Then we get to the airport and one of us doesn't have a passport. And then it just, we never end up actually going. That was the idea. It's a good idea. Thank you. By the way, you mentioned the airport, uh, and I just want to put this out to the universe, but a friend of mine, CJ Johnson, had the best idea for a prank ever, is to grab a UV pen, and when your friend's not around, especially if they're a frequent flyer, uh, is to grab their license and scrawl like hateful speech on it in UV ink. <laughs> That's a great, maybe specifically, great specifically prank. mentioning the TSA or something. And how about and some bomb parts just, too? Some bomb parts in there? Can we do that? Maybe some Al Qaeda literature. Just draw a cartoon of a turban in there, you know, and just see what happens. How about happens? a CD marked child porn and put that inside of their backpack? <laughs> well, Brian, did I, did I ever tell you the, uh, the way I paid off a bet once? Oh, with the dollar bill, with the Mm-mm. $20 bill? I, I, no. I lost a bet to a friend of mine, and so I gave him the $20, but on both sides, in thick, permanent marker, I wrote, uh, this is a robbery, I have a gun. Is <laughs> 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 this not a joke? No, it actually, I have, I have the pictures on Facebook. But uh, yeah, so he, he went two months trying to pass it. And just like the 30 minute story <laughs> that had to go along with every attempt only for it to be rejected. He wound up passing it out of Starbucks and he had to pay the girl $10 to take the $20 and give change. Oh, that's awesome. Oh my God. Anyway. All right. Let, let, let's get into uh, the business at hand, gents. All right. Well, last week, and yes, it's funny to say that, but last week's podcast, you heard that right, folks. We actually have done almost like three in a row. Three for three. The mind just boggles. We had a great scenario. It had a, uh, had a lot of twists and turns, had us thinking, and part of the conversation continued after we were finished with the podcast because we started speculating what would happen if we, I don't know, after this post-zombie apocalypse, what would happen if we decided to go to the White House? And I'm not going to say who said they were going to try and defile the Oval Office by looking for old pornography that may or may not have belonged to a previous president, but that was one of the things suggested. And uh, we've, we've, we've excited the imaginations of some of our listeners. In fact, I think somebody out there is thinking about doing a web comic strip. Uh, a about... couple people, yeah, yeah, on, on the, the clubhouse. That is uh, bbliveshow.info slash forums. There is a Weird Things forum, an unofficial Weird Things forum, where uh, there's a, a pretty active thread where a bunch of people saw, I guess, some, some real plot potential in our scenario and want to do a web comic about it, and they're looking for artistic help 
to to do that. So I guess I'll tell you what, if you're interested, head on over to bbliveshow.info slash forums and uh, and get in on on that uh, that that collaborative process. But uh, I'm glad to see people dug what we said uh, so much and dug the characters that we kind of that we all uh, created because I think I'd, I'd love to see for ego alone a webcomic based on our ramblings, right? <laughs> I loved the the drawings they did, the little stick figure drawings of us, which were actually frighteningly accurate, other than they made me the, the shortest of the three, which is completely <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's like, it's not just wrong, but it's like, guys, seriously, it's so way wrong. Like, I'm, yeah. like the two of you stack up, oh, Brian and Justin, and maybe they'll reach my height. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like way taller. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come but on. anyhow, but I looked, I was like, I'm like, come on, I'm like, wow, that... That looks like us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we got the hair right and everything. That's pretty good. Very impressive. So can't wait to find out what sort of adventures we're up to. And uh, I do want to correct one thing. They said that the, the part of the mission was me trying to repopulate the planet. I don't think I mentioned repopulation as one of my goals. Somebody, somebody a, but, said that. But a that. side effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody said that. I think, yeah, you're... Part of the act would be involved. You, you would be repopulating the planet in the same way that the entire NBA is currently. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's not, it's not it like that's the goal. Side that's just happening. Hmm, all right. All right. I kind of see what you're saying here. So a uh, little bit of some notes. I am supposed to be appearing on a point of inquiry podcast. I think coming up in a couple weeks, uh, I guess they tried to edit me down and as they could talk to Justin, that's really hard to do. But that was a Karen Stalls now did that and uh, interviewed with her. She's great. So I'm going to try and get her onto this Weird Things podcast so we can talk to her. She's actually very educated and she's got a lot of titles behind her name. So um, she's going to totally elevate the room. Awesome. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll schedule that. So look forward to that. And I'm going to do a plug right now. If you've got an interest in magic, I've got a magic trick out right now called The Key, which you can find at andrewmain.com and watch the video for. It's a really portable type magic trick where you take a key, stab it through a borrowed bill, rip it out, and then restore the bill magically before people's eyes. So if you're interested in that, go have a look over there at that. And, and Hey, real quick though, my, my impression that I got from, from looking at what I saw of it is that even if you're not into magic, this, this, uh, it didn't seem to me like this would be a knuckle buster. It seemed no, like if you have a not. casual interest, it, it, you it, could totally pull this off. Yeah. There it comes with a DVD that explains how to do it, all the steps. It can certainly be done by somebody as sort of just a general interest in magic. Take a little bit of practice. You want to make it look right, but yeah, it's not a, not a, a really tricky, complicated, break your fingers kind of thing. So that's why I mentioned I come up with a lot of magic stuff all the time but I don't mention it here because I don't want to you know tantalize our audience with miracles only when you come up with the finest magic do you bother to bring it up here <laughs> absolutely yeah. true exceptional absolutely, absolutely well, true. You know, and I would just I would just say that you know the, the reaction has been been very very kind so far uh, of people to, to the trailer uh, you know the, the first ones are going out right now so if you head on over as so many have uh, it's been it's been selling well so far to andrewmain.com slash, is it shop or store, Andrew? Shop. Shop. andrewmain.com slash shop. It'll be the first thing up there, and uh, the key. Take it home yeah. today. Reminder, Tuesday nights, Brian and Justin are on NSFW's show. You can watch them live and participate, which is something you can't do with this podcast, but you can do that there. That's Yell right. and scream at them live. So that is, give them the URL for that, guys. Uh, well, that would be nsfwshow.com, or you can watch it live at live.twit.tv, and also, real quick. What time? Oh, uh, that would be at what? 10 p.m. 10 PM? Eastern, Eastern on Tuesdays. Uh, on Tuesday, And we have, we have a special guest, a guy who knows, and of course, this will come out uh, after we've actually recorded it, uh, or maybe just before. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, special guest. You should watch yeah. it. Uh, Dr. Paul yeah. and me and Brian were on Forecast. With Tom Merritt and Extra Life. What's Extra Life's name? Steve Scott. <laughs> Scott Steve. Scott. It's Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, which, was... which which actually got a little bit like a Weird Things. Only only we actually tried to on Weird Things. We're a little bit more interested in in the lulls than the the really trying to justify our positions. Uh, but but like it, we kind of pontificate and we plugged. Uh, so hard to have Andrew on the podcast. Uh, seriously, oh, no, Andrew, no, no, if you've no, never listened to the podcast, it's in the works. 
Good, 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 good. Because this thing was made for you. You will, you will crush anyone who comes on the podcast with you. Okay, I'm intrigued. You know, we're in the planning stages of putting together a bunch of adventures and explorations that we're going to try and bring to you live. And one of the things we found out about, Justin, tell people about it. Just as a side note, we decided to reach out to some people around us locally, some people who are into some really strange stuff, some ghost hunters, spiritual bondage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, candle wax on the nipples. (laughs) Only if you're nasty. Um, Brian, this is this is serious stuff. We're trying to talk about ghosts here, okay? Exactly. Oh no, I mean it, it is serious. Well, you know, here, here's the thing: we are right now in in overdrive, trying to figure out places where we can conduct more live streamed investigations. In what the reason for which I can only title right now as for no particular reason, <laughs> no just because particular reason. Uh, we just really love doing these live investigations. We don't mind the amount of time and effort and energy <laughs> that goes into them. We don't care if it ever hits larger distribution than it has right now. No. We just love particular reason. I don't want to be revisionist about it, but should we end up on a larger platform, then that's fine. We're okay with that now. Three, of, three us of us together. Unstoppable. Yes, agreed. Agree. Uh, agree. Should something like that. So happen. anyway, so we're we are we're talking to some local paranormal groups, uh, people who do investigations out here in the South Florida area. And one of the things when when you look at South Florida as a geographical and historical resource for the kind of stuff that we would be looking for and weird things live, part of what comes into it is the fact that this was a flashpoint for uh, Indian warfare during the settling of Florida and Fort Lauderdale, of course you know, being a namesake for, you know, part of that history. So there are a few areas. <laughs> namesake for, you know, slaughter. Well, no, was we built a fort. We built there was a fort. fort in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was, it was Lauderdale's fort. Yeah. It was hanging out. <laughs> um, and you have, yeah, we have 500 years of this history here, going back to conquistadors coming through here, looking to the fountain of youth, fighting Indians, murdering Indians, uh, trade, getting trade murdered routes. by them back and forth. Yeah, trade routes. I mean, there's, there's already, I mean, to this day, there is some untold amount of uh, unclaimed shipwrecked treasure on the coasts of Florida. It's just ridiculous. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so, could you imagine if you got the gold? If you found out where the gold was at? Well, I wouldn't tell anybody. Why would you think that I have it? <laughs> I'm going to get that back, ho. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uproot that tree. <laughs> I want to see where the gold at. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're looking for things down here that we, that we would uh, possibly be able to investigate. And we've come up on a, a certain massacre. Where a and I'll say Andrew, if you can fill for two seconds, I will bring up. You you, you sound like you're you don't want to say which mass. I don't want to say which massacre it was, but it's a certain massacre that maybe starts with an F, ends with a lasty. Well, let's just say a lot of people were murdered, Brian. That kind of massacre, okay? We're talking literally, Brian, a literal massacre. <laughs> Does, how many bodies what's the body count before it becomes a massacre like could you get away with killing three people and calling it a massacre is everyone going to roll their eyes well on I think nah, the, the three is good yeah I mean it's just a brutal murder I mean I think massacre also implies how many people are, are you could kill it. just one like what if you just killed a cat but you wait, did it like you wait, know, wait 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 because the blood all over look back up how many times have we massacred Brian's family ah uh, good point all right, and how many? Oh, that would true. be three people. So I think we've agreed by our logic, three is plenty enough people for a massacre. Can, can you massacre one person? It seems to me like it's the use of overwhelming force that makes for a massacre, right? So it's like if you have an army, you could massacre one person, like Santa Ana. We're, 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 we're going to massacre Steve. <laughs> Watch out, Steve. He's there with a sandwich in his hand. It's like, oh. Uh, okay, well, so, so Cooley's hammock. Is where this took place. It was the massacre of the Lewis family. Lewis was a settler down here who wound up taking a magistrate role, ruled against a local uh, Indian tribe on a, a matter of uh, particular importance. 
back Shocker. then. Shocker. Ruled against the Well, apparently by all historical accounts, he was not an unfair uh, an, an, un, an unfair ruler, an unfair leader. He was actually hailed he, uh, as as being particularly just, which is why he was able to make these kind of decisions at the agreement of all parties. He just happened to pick the wrong one at this point, went down to go uh, help salvage a ship, and his uh, servant met him down there and let him know that his family was murdered. Uh, so we were... Th- this is always bad Whoa. news. That's always... Ask Brian... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But by the way, like that just got real to me. Like, like we all giggle at the thought of uh, family slaughter. But it's like that's real to some people. Wow. Uh, Thanks for bringing me down. Hey, man. No worries. Uh, yeah. So, so that's what we're thinking about maybe going down there. But we would love, uh, I guess, maybe some input on what people would like to see us do on a, uh, a such a, a possibly paranormally charged piece of real estate. There. We've got a. I mean, yeah, we've also got a place where there was an Indian massacre, and I was thinking that we could go there and we could put Justin on an altar, and we could do a version of the stab illusion, but for real with like an arrowhead, and mix them up. And if the Indians want them dead, it'll be in the one that I shove into Justin's chest. <laughs> I'm down with that. I, I sit I sit over in Texas during this, right? Sure. Yeah. All right. If you think that keeps you safe. You know what we should try is an experiment with weather control. Like, we should try some cloud busting and see if we can actually control the weather. I knew a guy in Florida who, if he's still alive, he was an older guy, and he was into all sorts of quack stuff that actually had, like, some of that Oregon weather control stuff. Yeah, with the crystals. Totally. Oh, yeah. So uh, we can talk to that. Some copper pipes and, and some crystals. And let me tell you, there are certain places where cloud busting works better than others. And Florida is an awesome place to cloud bust. Cool. Cool. For those of you that aren't familiar, explain cloud busting to them, Brian. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So this dude, um, oh, I've already forgotten his name. The poor guy was the subject of a Kate Bush song, uh, which is, I, I think, William Reich. cruelest. There you go. Reich. Uh, um, anyway, he, uh, uh, he propo- was a proponent of organ crystals and, uh, nutritional supplement su- supplements. He got busted by the, the FDA, I believe, mm-hmm. and this is all, I didn't expect to give a treatise on this, but basically among other things, he developed a device that would control the weather. It would break apart clouds. It would create rain, uh, and, uh, his device and all its products were confiscated by the, by the feds, accusing him of quackery and, and being a total hoax. And, uh, you know, but, but meanwhile, there are people, there are video, if you Google cloud busting, you'll see all kinds of stuff. Of course, you'll also find like contrails, uh, a bunch of talk about poison in the skies yeah, or whatever. Yeah. His, his, yeah, his devices didn't actually work and his remedies probably murdered people. But other than that, other than that. But still, yeah, the idea sweet. though, but it's like, yeah. you take, you take this ray gun and you point it at a cloud and then, I mean, imagine that experience. You, you, you build a ray gun out of copper pipes, some organ crystals. And, and no power source. <laughs> right, no power source at all. You just point it at a cloud. <laughs> and then the cloud just busts apart. That's got to be amazing. What an experience. You just controlled, you know, clouds. You're lord you know, of the weather at that point. You build a phaser pistol from a Star Trek model kit, and you aim it at people, and they disintegrate. Imagine. Oh, my God. Uh, and I'm sorry, slightly off topic, but way on topic. <laughs> I almost bought uh, one of those one of those lightsaber lasers because they're about to be sued out of existence by by George Lucas because they look too much like a lightsaber. The 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 blue laser ones. Well, yes, yeah. of course. That's uh, the reason why we are conducting the Save the Laser campaign on Weird Things TV. Oh my God, that's awesome! Uh, I Thanks I for actually watching. had my finger over the click button, <laughs> dude. Oh man, why you gotta call me in a public forum? <laughs> what did you think of the last scam school, Justin? I thought it was great with the magic. Oh! That was great. <laughs> oh, wait, Brian, Brian, face. wait, wait, though. No, that was the one where you were in the bar teaching the magic trick, right? <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that one. <laughs> How did you know? I liked, I liked, yeah, I liked no, no, it way saw, better than the last... one that you were outside the bar teaching the magic trick. <laughs> Dude, I totally watched that last weird things though. That was the one where you were screaming incoherently in front of a collage <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so I think we've got a lot of cool ideas. I love that idea, Brian. I love that idea of of playing those machines. We're actually talking to somebody about the idea of maybe building some special gear for some of these expeditions. And I've got some some of my own crackpot pseudoscientific ideas that I look 
forward to testing. Hell yeah. So we'll we see should, what that We should invent our own our own pseudoscience. Sure. Of course. Redeem Justin, uh, I understand that we have a scenario from another listener. We certainly do. This one comes in from Alice Miller of Dover, Delaware. She uh, writes on a, on a personal note. I love listening to your podcast since it first arrived on iTunes. I really enjoy your alien scenarios. So it was only a matter of time before they visit us, even if mm-hmm. we are so insignificant. And she doesn't say this, but I'm just going to put in Brian. <laughs> um, so here's her scenario. The three of us are kidnapped by a pod of malevolent aliens. They look like leprechauns due to the intense gravity of their home planet, Leprechaunlandia. They wish to experiment (laughs) on Earthlings, and they threaten to starve us if we do not comply. Uh, We both, well, we all refuse. In four days, you wish you were brought the brushwoods, she writes. I guess we're so hungry. Uh, Yeah, right. On the sixth day, all of you are still breathing as you stick to the law that you won't eat anybody until they die. Then the sexiest woman alive walks in, led by the leprechaun king, Mr. Shortstop. The sexiest woman alive is going to be yours if you allow the leprechauns to experiment on you. Do you do it? Okay, so the whole reason we are holding off on eating is because we refuse to participate in their experiments. Well, yes. We 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 believe that uh, we are on some level, I guess, stopping them from full annihilation of the human race because they need some, I guess, element of, of, of experimentation that needs some amount of voluntary... Uh, right. So it, it's not that they're like the world's most courteous evil leprechauns. No. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and paint this one as... They they need for us to agree to it because maybe it's some hormone thing that we can't we 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 will spoil the specimen if we are forced to do it. Right, and most importantly, I'm assuming they do speak with an Irish accent. Let's go ahead and say that. I think that's yeah. Fair. Okay. No, so, oddly enough, uh, they're Rastafarian. Okay. They speak they speak <laughs> like Rastafaris. Yeah. But but they wear. Why will you not submit to the experimentation, (laughs) man? Everything is irie. (laughs) Okay, so uh, the question is, I guess, like, man, uh, and and here's what's most curious to me: like the sexy woman, like she spends all this time talking about how we all agree we're not going to eat each other. Yeah, and. And then a sexy woman comes in, and it's unclear to me whether or not we're supposed to take her uh, in, I mean, in the biblical it, sense. She got like a bucket of sense. chicken wings or something. <laughs> See, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I and got say, ribs. <laughs> ribs. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is uh, half the leprechaun landians not knowing exactly how to push our buttons. That they might have traveled across the planet, and maybe they are only one tissue sample away from completely liquidating humanity. It turns out like they haven't quite cracked. Ever since we switched over to digital, they haven't gotten all of our TV signals. Yeah. And all they've gotten are, is our beer commercials. That's it. And so they just they just know that dudes will do anything for a hot chick. Exactly. All right. I, 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 I don't want to take the joy out of this one, but uh, if you've seen Superman 2. Sure. Uh, Lex Luthor making the deal with the bad Kryptonians. That's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you, I, I, like, you know. I, I, I know which way this win's going to go. I understand who's going to lose this war. I know which side it's going to be. I'm going to beg and plead. I will agree to whatever. So it's you're, just, so you're saying, you know, uh, general Zod and his cronies land and you're like, all right, three Superman versus one Superman. I'm going to go ahead and play the odds here. Yeah. They're, they're like threatening me, you know, die or, Neil, sell out your race. I'm gonna, I'm gonna offer the selling out before they even ask. As soon as (laughs) the ship lands, I'm gonna go like, all right, I'll make a list. Tell me what I got to do. And they're like, we come in peace. I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Here's the land. They pick up Andrew, and Andrew's just like, what do you want to do? You want to experiment me? You're gonna experiment (laughs) on me? I'll pull down my pants. I'll pull down my pants. My pants. Do you want to touch it? Do you want to touch it? Is that what you want to do? Look at my butt. You can touch my butt. 
following portion of the Weird Things podcast has been redacted. So I would imagine, if the three of us were in a cell long enough, that we were seriously considering eating each other. Sure. That, but we weren't doing it like, on moral grounds. No, well, you know, mainly courteous grounds. It was like, you know, dude, I told you, yeah, but that would be kind of a jerk thing. I'm, I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> I like, I like how murder falls into the category of kind of a jerk thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort of just, you know, bros before Moe's, Moe's being murderous. Uh, but, but it's like, but then like you take a random stranger, even if it's not a chick, if you take a random stranger and throw it in, you're tempted to not want to treat that person like a real person. And instead, especially if like, you know, she's got a curvy body and you're like, oh man, I bet those thighs taste good. Um, 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 um. I, like, here, I don't know, that might. I, here's my thing about that. Like, I, you know, in extreme situations where you crash in the mountains and you got some dead soccer players and whatnot, I mean, you gotta be good for something. I understand that. I, I And I don't fault people who resort to cannibalism at that point. I, I'm not having been there. I don't think my survival instinct is really that strong. <laughs> <laughs> to look at another living person and go like, all right. No, yeah, but what about what about drawing lots? Like there are situations where people are trapped and they're like, look, we all's hungry and one of us gots to die. And then they do that. They draw lots. It's like, bummer, dude. Who I'll, does that? I'll die. Brian on a road uh, trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that was no, the last thing like... I told my friend Jake. <laughs> no, dude, this happens all the time. Sorry. Good night. Click. <laughs> yeah, I think when it comes to the drawing lots point, I'm like, listen, I'm I'm gonna go look over here. One of you wants to club me over the head. <laughs> oh, you'd Fine. rather be the guy that just oh, gets it by surprise. God, yes, of course, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, when I really... then make sure to give my body over to those aliens when you're done, so yeah, that they can I... keep experimenting on me. And it's not because I'm this magnanimous, generous person. I'm just. I don't know. I think it, when I get hungry, I get cranky, and then I get weak, and then it's just all downhill from there. Well, um, you're you're a reasonably uh, ingenious kind of guy. You're telling me that you combine that desperation with that amount of not caring about anything else because your stomach's <laughs> growling so much, and you're not gonna figure out a way that you're not the one dead. Listen, after Battlestar Galactica and Lost went off the air, my will to live <laughs> is not the same. It's not the same. So now here's the flip side, though. What if they are because I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I got a plan. Totally I got a plan. I got a plan. Here's do what you, we do. Or are you just saying that like like the Cylons did? They just kept saying they had a plan the whole no, time. I, then I, they clearly I, didn't. I do have a plan. Do you want to hear my plan? Okay. Yes, I do. I do. So we're laying there. I don't know. Like, are we on the floor, like chained up? Are we loose? What are we? Justin? I like to imagine that we are in a holding cell. So in the same way that they would, you know, hold us at a police station before we okay. process. Okay. Imagine the jail. this. So we're sitting there. Brian's playing the harmonica. Okay. Justin's yes. got a beard that's like five feet long. Can I be singing a spiritual? We fashioned. Yeah. Okay. We're like Nobody weak. Like, we're like oh, so weak, right? We fashioned together like a game of backgammon gammon out of uh No, know, we're like we're so rappers. weak we can't even move, right? We're like aliens come in here. We've we've come we're gonna we wanna we wanna we wanna agree to cooperate, but we just have a couple questions, right? So Mimlock comes walking in there, right? What right. mon, what you got to ask? <laughs> All right? I'm like, well I think we should do right and so like he, he leans in and he's already kind of short so he's already kind of close before i'm like and he leans in a little bit closer and i'm like here's what I think. and i just bite him in the face justin jumps on the back brian you go for the arms so you're saying but, you're but saying we don't even know riot. if they're digestible i don't care at this point <laughs> I'm gonna eat the little green guy before I'm gonna eat my buddies. Yeah, you want to know what? I'm I'm well, down with prison riot too. Yeah. So then, what do we do Take with what, what do we do I with the well. hottest no, chick no, alive? No, no. Well, she's yeah, not in yeah. there yet. I think, or I think, like you know, maybe he brings her in there, and then she's just horrified watching us eat. You our know what? Alien Here's cap. how I see it going down. It's like we we sit around. It's like let's say this actually happens next week, and we're we're in the room. We're just like, dude. Remember that scenario somebody sent us? How crazy is it that the first part has come true and we're captured by these aliens? And it's like, what are we going to do 
when they send in the hottest chick in the world. They're like, well, that's not gonna, and then sure enough, she walks in. And at first we're all just say, well, I'll decide, it's like, well, I'm just not going, I'm not gonna eat her, I'm not gonna defile her, I'm not gonna anything. And then it's like, she comes in and like we have like two sentences of conversation and she just has like the most annoying voice in the world. <laughs> it's like, how quick, how quick do we turn at that point? <laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's like her opinions on everything just drive just drive you nuts like it's just like oh i don't know oh man uh, i'm just saying if like the milgram experiment had happened to us I, we could have changed the course of history <laughs> well they they, they jumped because we the just graduate put- student and started devouring <laughs> they'd only been in there 30 minutes <laughs> I don't understand. Even it was not part of the test protocol, they ate the students. We don't <laughs> understand. Really weird. Let me ask you guys a question here, though. What if, like, last Starfighter style, there's somebody listening to this, and we're selected to deal with these international situations? What if, like, because we've thought through, and uh, some intergalactic body has taken in all of humanity's evidence, and we are deemed because we've thought so much about these kind of situations that we can think out every angle that we are we are recruited to deal with the hairiest situations, almost like some sort of intergalactic so it's like, procedural. And, like we're like CSI. And what's great? What's great is I imagine like there's so many worlds that are populated with so many different problems, and we all get tagged with universal translators. So it's like their situations make sense to us, and their language makes sense. But it's like Andrews transported to a world where they need somebody to reason out something very complicated based on historical precedent, and he's able to you know make stuff happen. And then I'm transported to some world where somebody needs to work really stupidly hard to earn the affection of someone else, and then <laughs> and fail the entire time, and just is sent to a world where they just need somebody to press a button and kill all of humanity. <laughs> like, like it, it finds all of our strengths. <laughs> I like to imagine well, I gotta... that I, I'd be dispatched to some to some warlord's palace where I just need to uh, keep him occupied with fart jokes it, while while the rebel forces no way. storm the front. You get. You get uh, dispatched to like the CEO planet where it's it's capitalism gone crazy and they need somebody to like for them the darkest thing is to be fired and they need an executioner so they you're, you're the fire the guy who fires people why do I and wait like, hold on you, I'm not the arch evil person on this panel Andrew is that oh get oh, cut. no I, way I, At, I, uh, I Andrew agree. is the lovable though misguided genius who Absolutely. believes he knows what's right for all of humanity. You're the guy who just doesn't care and would be in charge of firing everyone on the, on the business planet. Absolutely. It would become oh, no. a reality series. How, wait, like they would on. want to see how you fired them. Andrew just told, said that they, they wouldn't even get a, 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 a Caribbean word out of the leprechaun Larian's mouth before he sold out <laughs> humanity in a second. How is he the lovable and misguided genius? Well, I'm trying to be honest hey, with man. my faults as a human being, Justin, while you're trying to hide them and point I'm not hiding anything except for maybe Ryan, you're, maybe you're trying to pretend like I watched Scam yeah. School. <laughs> Listen, he uh, he clearly calculated the odds, and, and although he did a miscalculation and immediately pulled off his pants and said, please inspect me, aliens, but he, the point is he thought he was playing the numbers. You, sir... Just are ready to stir the pot. Mm. You're a you're a pot stirrer. You're a fame flanner. Dude, uh, listen, Uncle Tom. This is the reason why your family gets eaten every weekend. Because <laughs> you you go ahead what? and you throw your lot in with Andrew Maine's way of thinking. All right. I'm just gonna I let didn't you know. say that. What are you talking about? What? I'm just saying. look. That's where. In fact, that's where the intergalactic police take me to. Is a is a planet where my family gets eaten all the time, <laughs> and I'm so I'm so well trained that I'm able. Brian Brushwood. We need you to go to the planet Zarflax and bring your wife and kids. <laughs> You're like, wh- why? Like, no, no reason. Are they our busy? Energy su- our, our energy supply it's, it's, is your children. <laughs> children? No, no. Your children. <laughs> this doesn't sound very practical. It's green. <laughs> it's like, bring your family. We hear there's a pool there. <laughs> a scenario for you guys 
kind of a right. thing, but just a totally radically different departure, but just a totally original thing, okay? Imagine this, okay? One minute you're sitting where you are, right where you're sitting right now, in a chair, I guess. You see a white light. You pass out, and you're free-falling. You're falling, okay? Falling through the air. You with me? You with me? Mm-hmm. Okay? And you Hang realize on, I feel there's a little a bit, bit warm in here. You're hurtling towards <laughs> a planet. I'm I'm very hot. I've got I've got the sweats. I'm sorry. Okay. Can I, please continue. My it's eyes, tough my, for me my to left hear. eye is actually shaking. Hold on. Go ahead. So you're hurtling towards a planet, mm-hmm. and you realize you got a parachute, and it's some weird design. You slap it, and you parachute into this planet, but you don't know it's a planet yet. You think you're on Earth, and then you find Guys, out. I'm getting I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting dizzy here. Yeah. Then you find out. Then you find out that you're being hunted. By very large alien type creatures in which you're their prey because they are hunters. Predators. Big aliens. They're, <laughs> they're hunters. The hunters. <laughs> they're hunting aliens. They're yes, Andrew Maines, hunting aliens. <laughs> now I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Remember, separate with- if they sweat, we can wound them. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, dude, I've got Predators fever. I went and saw Predators. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was, uh, for some reason, I put it in the same category as Pitch Black, mm-hmm. uh, which, but whereas Pitch Black totally shocked me with how awesome it was, uh, Predators uh, just put it out. You know, it was like, it was like, hey, man, I think she'd be good to make out with. And she was. Yeah, but are you going to date her? Yeah, no, I'm done. I, I, I thought it was solid. Fun. I'll see the next one. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I, I went to third base with Predators is what I tried to say. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. So, yeah, I enjoyed it, Justin. Oh, I, I actually, I'm probably the most bullish of, of, of the three of us on it. I, I, I really dug it. I, I just, uh, it, as, as, as an action film, I just kind of really, really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the tone. I enjoyed the writing. You know, well, it's not a perfect movie, but if you like Predators and you like damaged characters, damaged, interesting characters uh, reacting to them, then you will enjoy Predators. I mean, the best part of it was like a two-hour Brody quest. Which what more could you yeah. want? <laughs> well, Brian, tell uh, you know my yeah, tell the story. Oh no, I I, I totally well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, both Justin and I are tremendous fans of the Brody Quest video. If you go to Bro- uh, YouTube and look up Brody Quest, it'll be five minutes of your life that you'll at first be upset that you wasted, uh, and then watch over and over and over again, and eventually make it a ringtone on your phone. And at some point when you watch the movie Predators in the middle of the Alamo Draft House, a place that prides itself on actually ejecting people who make noise during the theater, you will weigh the pros and cons after you've had a few beers and decide it'll be hilarious to your wife to play the Brody Quest ringtone <laughs> uh, <laughs> that features that brings to mind a cartoonish Adrian Brody. <clears throat> and then it'll occur to you after you started it and your wife has already chuckled and has tell, you know, gotten upset with you and told you to shut, shut that off, shut at the draft house, shut that off. You'll realize that there's no play or pause or any kind of button to control anything when you play a ringtone. <laughs> and uh, and so then you will cover it, and as the music gets more shrill, it'll continue to come out from your hand, and then all of a sudden you'll regret brodying your wife <laughs> at uh, Adrian Brody's Predators. What, what, what point in the movie did the Brody kick in? Oh, it was way late on. It was like, uh, oh, really? it was like I think it was when... No, it was when he was he was walking off uh, walking off to the ship like I'm gonna go back to Earth and then and then right around there he was like <laughs> but my favorite and I'm not gonna ruin it but um, uh, my favorite was the appearance of a surprise actor who you may remove you may remember from a movie ten years ago uh, looking surprisingly um, <clears throat> softer Cor- than you corpulent. remember him. <laughs> I didn't say good. Nah, not corpulent. He's he's, he's, he's he's robust. Little doughy. He's softened. <laughs> he's softened in the last ten years. And uh, and when I say softened, not only bodily, but maybe uh, maybe in the precision of his acting chops, a little bit a little bit sloppy. Uh, but that was that was an interesting sojourn with the character. That yeah, I, I don't know. I like I liked his I liked his character. I know Andrew Andrew kind of felt it was predictable, but I I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the time that we spent with him. But I definitely think that for a man who's theoretically been surviving on a planet alone for seven years, uh, apparently the only thing on the planet is uh, plants and hostess cakes, and <laughs> maybe an In and Out. Yeah. 
Because he's a little doughy. He put on a few LBs, Larry did. So, uh, Brian, you land there. What's your first thing you do? Oh, my God. Um, okay, so in the movie, of course, they encounter a bunch no, wait, of... Wait, hold uh, on, wait, wait, wait. Do, Is it like one of those things where we are just in, in... We're in the cast, so it's like the three of us all parachute in, and we just realize, like, like oh, like, you're MI6. You're a Mexican drug lord enforcer. Brian? Really? <laughs> Is that, yeah, I host, what do you do? Well, I host a podcast. <laughs> we, te- we teach magic tricks at the bar. <laughs> which, which, well, I, think, uh, I like oh, to think man. maybe the Predators just accidentally downloaded this and wanted to punish us. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying to game the system with some easy kills. Uh, by the way, the whole time I'm watching Predators and they explain the setup and, and how they do everything for the sport of it, I would love to get a glimpse into the three Predators' real lives, their day-to-day lives at the cubicle. Because you know they're all just jackasses who go to the, you know, who go to the hunting ground on the weekend the rest of the well, time. It's like, I want to see... Yeah, I was, I was so consumed with the idea, like, what are Predators in their own social strata? Like, are they the jock jerks? Or, like, is this the corporate retreat for Predators? Like, I mean, especially on a stocked game preserve, like who goes to stocked game preserves in our culture, but you know, the super rich, I mean, like Cheney shot the dude in the face on a stocked yeah. game preserve, you know? Yeah. So like, although, uh, did we, uh I guess I'm I guess just going to say, did they... we kill the predator vice president? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. It, the, it was a little bit frustrating because you, you didn't get any real insights. They gave one, and uh, spoiler alert, if, you, if, you, if you're really concerned about having the movie spoiled for you, don't listen to this. But they sort of just throw in there, uh, they like to hunt people. Oh, and themselves in a lower cast. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? And so it's like the predators that we know and love are apparently lower on the totem pole than like the bigger, badder predators. And so, but the bigger, better predators like to to hunt the the wimpier predators, and so it's you know, I mean that was interesting, but but I I don't know, I I wanted to follow them back to the office cubicle and you know and their fat lives back at home. All right, so you're on you're on the planet though, Bri. What do you do? Hit my pants and leave <laughs> and die. So you're just there hands you up, hands up, and walking. I, I mean, dude. In all seriousness, it's just like everybody is 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 an expert in all these imaginary things, and then it's like, uh, you know, it's like, what do I got, man? I I walk over and I'd be like, see this leaf? It's gone now. You want to buy me a beer? And then they somebody hits me in the face <laughs> and I'm dead. That's right, right, right. You're a master of deception. You've got a catalog. You've got an encyclopedic mind when it comes to magic technique, illusion subterfuge, manipulation. In many ways, it could be argued that you are better armed than any of the people we've ever seen face off against the Predators. What do they know? Earth weapons, earth techniques, very, very basic things that are just not going to stand up against this vastly superior you know alien what? technology. I could see... I could see me trying to like go the shaman route where it's like, I've, I've like rubbed, you know, bear feces over my face and it's like, <laughs> I've got, you know, <laughs> I've got like, you know, just cause I'm crazy. Right. And I'm like, I am your leader predators. And then it's like, I, I, I do a French drop and I make a coin vanish in there <laughs> and they're like, Oh, well, yeah, Brian, know, maybe. they're the advanced civilization. Okay. It doesn't work like that. Well, I don't know, but, but, but advanced in what way? Maybe they're that, advanced where it's like they're uh, totally literal you know in that vulcan kind of way they don't understand the concept of lying or something okay in so fact, just was, wasn't it oh go ahead so justin brian's dead um, <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with old, old bear poop face yeah yeah went went to go do a french drop a little sleight of hand magic technique in front of the predator and uh, you would have think that would have thought that brian would have learned from all the hecklers in his life 
but no. So by Brian, the way, you totally set me up for that. You're you're the one. In fact, I, I picture that we land, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, how do I handle this? And Andrew's like, Listen, Brian, you're a master of deception. You have an encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of how to fool people. Use that. I'm like, Right. Yeah, but where do you, where poo. from that do you get rub bear poo on your face <laughs> and go try to do a stupid sleight of hand trick in front of them, Brian? <laughs> how do you how do you get that from that? You gotta freak them out a bit, man. It's like you gotta you gotta be like not one of the masses. You gotta be your own thing, and they'll respect you in the end. Are they gonna be like, oh, are they gonna be like, oh my god, we made a mistake. This this guy's like so specially challenged. <laughs> it would be a crime for us to kill him. And like the one of us like drawing his the laser bead, the three points on your face as you're rubbing poo on your face. The other one just taps him on the shoulders like, dude, no, not this one. Okay, not this dude, one. I, I, I like the fact well, that he's, least... like they're just watching and you see like the heat vision and the fact that like they can they can like record and feedback like the the audio. So they just like they look at you smearing bear poo in your face and they look at everybody else looking at you and you just hear. And they're like, that, did that... we see any? They're like, did we see any bears around yeah. here? Like. No, where did he get that from? They're like, oh god! <laughs> you, you just hear the Not other people who home. are watching you do it, just echoing back in that creepy way. What is he doing? What is he doing? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Yeah, but that? the moment, uh, look, I mean, granted, that may seem a bit kooky, but the moment the aliens appear, you know, Andrew's gonna drop trow and just shout, "Inspect me!" Well, not for predators. No, no, no. When they're when it's, you know. We know if I know they're out to kill. I mean, I would like to have a conversation and be like, all right, let's face this. You guys got laser beams, invisible armor, and all that. Where is the sport in this? Explain to me how this is a sport. But really, I mean, how different is it than a stocked game preserve now? Well, or like yeah, where's the sport? You can hunt over the internet now with a robot shotgun shooter. Really? It's called Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they tried to shut it down because, and and, and they're like, well, that's not gamesmanlike because we have laws saying that you can't just raise deer meat to, uh, you know, deer has to be hunted and then packaged and then, you know, you, and processed. Uh, and so likewise, so somebody said, I'll be like, all right, well, here's a robot controlled shotgun. Log in the internet. You watch when you see a deer, move it and point and shoot. And it was like, well, that takes all the sport out of it. And that's not fair. We shouldn't allow, allow that. But meanwhile, there's uh, the news did a story on a guy who's a quadriplegic who used to love hunting. And this is the closest to the experience he's ever going to get again. And so meanwhile, he does. He sits there and he watches on the video camera. And then when game comes into view, he uses his mouth to, to, to move the robot gun and pull the trigger, which to me, that's as close as the, close the actual as event of The hunting. living organ trail as you can get. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Only yeah. you get real meat at the end of it. Venison. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you in that, that we can agree that it's not very sporting of the Predators the way they do that. So no. it's just the three of us. What do you do, Justin? It's just the three of us. Oh man! So we have the guns. We have the weaponry. No, do you have a gun on yeah. you right now? What do you do? You have guns? I'm sorry. Oh no! Are, I thought are you they packing? Were, like one of them was like driving and stuff. Like they. they I said us right wait, now, you, right oh, where you okay. are, right where you're seated. What do we do? Oh, and we're dead. What are we gonna do? We're not gonna do anything. We're gonna die. See, that's what I said. That's you're what just I said. Gonna give up like that? You disgust me. Oh, stop it! You're the one who. But I am curious. I'm not, I'm not, you, gonna, I'm not do, do Apparently, you, we get edited out like the other part of this podcast. I'm not going to say what you'd be doing out there in the jungle so quickly to these predators. <laughs> All right, so we're going to die. So what would you do, genius? <laughs> well, I mean, like, what would we do? Yeah. I mean, these guys are advanced. They've seen all of our, of our you know, our, our whittling wood tricks before and, and our trees that fall down with spikes on them or whatever. I mean, it's like, come on. Dude, it took Adrian Brody, it took Adrian Brody carving a six pack to stop him this time. What are we going to offer? I don't know. Just thinking, you know, I mean, maybe you could come up with some different sort of trap scenarios. I mean, if Dutch did it, I'd like to think we could do it too. I mean, come on. <laughs> Arnie in his prime. Like, we are, if we added all of our talents together, right, we're still, like, seven dudes short of Arnie in his prime. Right. Well, I agree. I agree. Of just, just Arnold. Just Arnold. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, there was a, uh, there was a, a technique used by Australian Aborigines, which probably could have worked here. What was that? And that, well, and let me explain. In part Find of the things a bear. about... Yeah, <laughs> find a bear. Wait till the bear's eaten. <laughs> um, <laughs> Learn the French drop. <laughs> yeah, 
the Australian Aborigines had a technique where if they wanted to go after very, very large game, they would set forests on fire. Oh, they would okay. literally set a whole forest on fire and wait for that stuff to come running out and then shoot it or club it as it came by. So I don't know. The, uh, the Native, Native Americans would do that with uh, old growth forests mm-hmm. because old growth forests weren't very good for hunting game. They're just like, well, let's burn it down and get a new growth forest. Then there'll yeah. be deer there. Yeah, I know. Maybe I just burn the forest. So you just didn't burn this mother lover down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what? I'm down with that. The moment I look up and I see 18 planets in the sky, I'm like, I'm going to burn this sucker down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find some bear poop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so at the very least, you're just really going to piss the predators off. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, yeah. really? God damn it. <laughs> that the the prey is totally crazy covered in bear poop lighting the game preserve on fire so now where are we gonna go for our vacation the lake again god damn it you know what that is how you win is they're back in the cubicle they're explaining this to their buddies there and they're just like hey can you believe it dude (laughs) i touched down down for two minutes and the forest is on fire vacation (laughs) over i have to come right back and you know it's non-refundable Okay. Yeah. So what did you do? Oh, I shot them for more of it. Yeah. <laughs> I nuked the planet. Yeah, you know, they're like, uh, you know, here we it's are celebrating sure. as their ship goes off and we're standing in the rocky outcropping as the entire planet burns and cheering and dressed like Lord of the Flies and just lasers come down and smite. Yeah, I like to imagine like it, it's slow motion, like the big Michael Bay, you know, victory score is playing as we jump up and down and then <laughs> game over. <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen this has been an episode of weird things for better or for worse an episode. this has been <laughs> yeah, one like of several episodes of weird things <laughs> i like the way it's like you obviously avoided using any adjectives to describe this episode oh yeah this has been this has a been greatly episode. disappointing episode of weird things Fan horrible tastic. Wanna email in a suggestion or scenario for the next Weird Things podcast? Email weirdthingsmail at gmail.com. <laughs>